Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I am your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Happy Friday. I hope you all are doing well. For those of you all that are new, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to the Dream Team. For those of you all that are returning, welcome back. I appreciate you guys. Listen, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast right here on iTunes, on Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast, or the Anchor app. Listen, I want to go ahead and jump straight into this as we get ready to... Um, I guess enjoy our weekend. Some of us still have to work, but nonetheless, I think this topic is so important. Today, we are talking about mental health in the workplace, and with that being the case, we're talking about your self-worth as it pertains to mental health in the workplace. Guys, I want to go ahead and jump into this, and how I want to do it is separate this into two parts. The first part, we're going to talk about some of the um, factors that lead to mental health issues in the workplace. And then after that, we're going to talk about some things that help with your self-worth and then also help as it pertains to you securing and saving your sanity um, while you're in the workplace. So let's dive right into this, man. I hope you all enjoy it. my, My prayer is that it actually reaches somebody who might be in this space right now. First and foremost, when we talk about things that lead to mental health issues, that lead to bad mental health um, in the workplace, and that can lead to a lack of self-worth, um, we're going to go down the list, right? And, and and I mean, I guess I can't hear you, but if you agree, look, just give me an amen or maybe just a five-star rating um, if something that I say <laughs> resonates with you. First and foremost, the lack of opportunity to advance um, as a millennial Um, who's been in the workplace before and who has a lot of friends who are in corporate and in work areas now. We talk about the idea of putting in so much hard work through degrees, through training, through all of these other things. And then we get to companies and we're promised, you know, oh, there's an advancement opportunity. There are multiple advancement opportunities. There are many advancement opportunities. And one of the big things that we see is that when we get in there and we start working these jobs for an extensive amount of time, you look up and 10 years later, you are still in the same position. You've been turned down for every opportunity that's been had. Guys, this can weigh in heavy on you. You can easily start to feel worthless. You can easily start to feel like everything that you've done was in vain and that it was pointless for you to put so much hard work, so much money, right? Let's be real, because a lot of times when we talk about having to further our education and continue to go to school or doing more training, This stuff costs money. And with that being the case, it is very easy to start feeling like you have wasted your time and wasted your money. So lack of opportunity is the first piece, right? Excessive overtime hours, right? And I actually pulled from a few mental health sources with some of these as well. But I actually did an interview as well with a few friends just getting their ideas um, and and, and trying to get a, I guess you can say like a, a... a concentrated group of people to just get an understanding of where they were with this space. And excessive overtime hours was another one. When you start talking about the level of stress, right? Because say, for instance, your job isn't paying enough money. So you feel like the only way that you can at least even break even is to work overtime, right? Excessive overtime hours, right? They can lead to stress. It can lead to an early burnout, right? And and when we talk about the burnout, Guys, you're literally working on fumes. You are trying so hard. You're not taking care of yourself and your body. 
we hear this mess about the grind all the time. You got to grind and get this. You got to grind, grind, grind. And one of the most like unfortunate things for me as I see this is that people are grinding, but the the reality is, is that you're grinding yourself into the ground, right? It's one thing to work hard. It's one thing to, to sacrifice and to put in effort. But I see people who are grinding and the, the look, you, you're going to grind yourself into an early grave. Like we've got to start being more mindful when it comes to allowing ourselves to be pimped. Like if I can be completely honest, right? It, 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 when we allow ourselves to be abused in this idea that we've got to grind and grind and grind and work and make somebody else's dream a reality or even our own at times. And we're not taking care of ourselves as it pertains to getting enough rest right? Because you cannot function off of a body and off of a brain that isn't properly being taken care of. The next point, no teamwork in the work environment. This is a huge one, right? A lot of times, how many of you all have found yourself in predicaments where you got a a team project, but there is no teamwork and you find yourself being the one who has to do all the work and, and and unfortunately, you probably don't even get the credit for the work that was done, right? Or somebody else wants to make it seem like it was their idea, or they want to make it seem like it was something that they came up with, right? And when you have no teamwork in the work environment, right, it's kind of like doggy dog sometimes. There are a lot of different um, ways that this whole no teamwork in the work environment can work, right? Um, and this one is important. This one is super important because a lot of times when we talk about the lack of teamwork, it tends to feel like everything is falling back on you. And when it falls back on you, this can be good or bad, but most of the time it's bad, right? If if nobody else in the team is doing anything, it's real easy for people to start pointing the finger and pointing it back to you, right? But nobody will point the finger when it's your time to shine because you did something right. I'm gonna let that one just sit there for a little bit. The next one is racism. If we can be completely honest, right? There is... <clears throat> a lot of racism that takes place in the work environment, right? Um, A lot of prejudice, a lot of, um, and then I also got down here, bullying and harassment, right? These three alone can easily cause someone to start losing their self and losing their stuff in the midst of the workplace. It's real easy to start not just questioning your self-worth, but to start allowing it to be diminished, right? Look, when you talk about having... um, biases, when you talk about having prejudices, when you talk about people who are bullies, right, who who are manipulative, right? They're, look, come on, man. The One of the things that I find to be so interesting is that we talk, it's very easy to point out somebody's flaws when they're visible. But one of the things that we don't pay enough attention to is that you got folks out here in suits and ties that make 100000 plus a year, and they're narcissists. They're controlling, they're manipulative, they're evil. Like if we could be completely honest, like we, we make it seem like, oh, this is the this is the dream right here. I want to get me a nice corner office and say I'm one of the big dogs. Well, guess what? When you get to the big dog territory in some of these spaces, one of the things that you will find is that there are a lot of manipulative ways, a lot of narcissism. Man, if we could just be completely honest just a lot of flat out, you know, pride and prejudice that takes place in the space. And this can definitely affect your mental and emotional health in the workplace, right? Because you're talking about this idea, not of leadership, but of bossship, right? People who allow their titles, their power and their position to um, basically predicate how they act and respond to their employees, to those who work under them, their subordinates, and then also to their customers. 
Um, and, and, and like I said, it's a bad trickle down effect. And, and one of the things that you will notice is that the body, a lot of times in any capacity, whether we're talking about an organization, a job, a church, um, a group, a household, the body is a representation of its head. So when you see things that are not functioning well in the body, many times it, 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 it literally spirals back up to something that's not taking place properly within the head of that system. Um, so this is something that we've got to consider. Racism, bullying, harassment, prejudice, right? Um, man, and then I think the last one that I want to really um, hit before we get into the positive light and how to, how to revamp this is this idea of being pigeonholed, right? And this kind of goes back to the first point of the lack of opportunity to advance, right? Um, some places just have a lack. But then what happens when you're in a, a place where there isn't a lack, but you've been pigeonholed in one's position? You, you've gone out for new jobs. You've gone out to try and do new things, but you find yourself still stuck, right? Um, you, you Look, you've gotten promises. You've done every project right. You've gotten things together. You've done everything that you were asked to do with this promise that this is going to help you get to the next place. This is going to be the thing that helps you advance. This is the big shot. This is it for you right here. And you still find yourself being looked over and passed up time and time again. And and you, you look and, and you've put so much faith into people's promises and it's caused you now to basically be fiddled on a string. Like if we can be completely honest, guys, and I know this is kind of brutal and I'm not saying that it's your fault. But what I am saying is that this is the reality when we look, when we put our eggs in one basket and our hope in people. Right. And, and forgetting that people cannot always meet our expectations. People can never really meet them because they're human. Right. And they're flawed and they will find a way to let you down every time. Guys, and, and with the things that I named, a few things that we will see from these different um, issues, right? Issues like this can lead to anxiety. They can lead to fear. They can lead to bipolar depression, bipolar disorder. They can lead to depression. They can also lead to, um, man, I mean, look, if we can be completely honest, when you talk about suicide and homicide, like these are real things that take place in the workplace. Um, and so when we talk about the things that can diminish the mental health of employees, of employers, right? Because the, the, the reality is, too, is that, you know, when we talked about the big sharks, um, narcissism, when we talk about people who have big egos, when we talk about pride, when we talk about people who are in positions of power and they're power hungry, right? That's look, that can actually be signs of mental health issues as well. Why do I say that? Because a lot of times when people have to lean on to those things, it really shows insecurity and a lack of identity. And when you lack identity, you will allow yourself to take on any form to become anything just to get by. Guys, I'm not going to get into this right now, though. Richard sounds like he's preaching. Maybe I'm not. Listen, but let's go ahead and jump into the self-worth aspect and how we can revamp this and how we can get into um, a better place. Right, guys, I want to encourage you all to not limit yourself when it comes to your capabilities and possibilities in the workplace, in your nine to five, in your second shift, in your graveyard, as it pertains to not allowing this to be the source. What do I mean by that? I truly believe that each of us has some kind of creative idea, some kind of invention, something that we're really good at 
that can really start to help us as it pertains to another stream of income. And why am I encouraging this? One of the things that you will find out in the corporate spaces is that you are expendable. When you are working a job in general, you are expendable. At any given moment in time, you can be working your tail end off and people can let you go. So why am I telling you this? Because I don't want you to think that just because you have to move around, if you just so happen to be released and let go, or if you decide to walk away, please understand that there is something inside of you that is so much greater than investing your time, talent, and treasure into somebody else's dream, all right? So with that being the case, guys, for those of you all who are in the workspace, right, listen, look, maybe maybe you're the person that needs, and this is the first point, maybe you're the person that needs to get into a more productive work atmosphere. Maybe it's time for you to go ahead and, uh, and put in some applications elsewhere. Maybe it's time for you to go and seek out something more productive. Maybe it's time for you to start investing into your own dream and idea and vision that you've been sleeping on. Maybe it is time for you um, to be that individual that says enough is enough and I can't continue to allow myself, myself to stay in this place because it's not a conducive atmosphere for what I need as it pertains to my self-worth and more importantly, my mental and emotional health on a day-to-day. Why is this? Because a lot of times these issues that we are carrying from work, we don't just allow them to stay at work. They start to spill over into our home life. They start to spill over into our family. And we now seem to be tormented and plagued by these issues on a daily. You dread going to work every day because you know the atmosphere is not productive. So we've got, look, maybe you are that person that says, I need to, look, muster up the strength and the faith to go ahead and start trying to move forward. Secondly, listen, start, look, start seeking out things with a better wage, right? Like, I'm, I'm seriously, like, I know sometimes it's very easy when you, come on, the first episode of the podcast that we ever did talked about um, safety blankets and comfort zones, right? And it's very easy when you get a job to feel like, well, man, I'm lucky and blessed enough to have this. I don't, I don't want to move around or I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to take a risk. Like, come on, man, look, you cannot sit and live your life scared. At some point in time, look, you've put in too much hard work and too much effort to stay in the same place. It's time for you to move and it's time for you to advance, right? So the wage is my second point, finding something with a good wage, right? A a productive atmosphere. And I don't want you to think that everything is going to be perfect in the workplace. It's not. This is why we're there, right? Because we are individuals who have the brains and the smarts to solve problems. We are the solution for a lot of things. However, you know what it looks like to be in a productive workspace, right? My third point, healthy lifestyle environment, right? Uh, look, I talk about this a lot when we talk about our mental and emotional, right? But but when it comes to, um, we talk about employee wellness programs and things like that, right? Not every job, look, and I'm starting to see more companies and more organizations and more businesses dive into the, the mental health days and or bringing in speakers like myself. I've done it. Um, I've been able to Uh, go into different companies and do trainings and do leadership development and do mental and emotional health wellness with different companies and businesses. And it's been great and it's needed. As you listen, I I can I can tell you um, a few stories, actually, of people who I've talked to high up paid positions 
but man, just struggling mentally, literally on their wits end. And they, they come to work every day, putting on this mask, trying to hold it together, and they're ready to crack. They're ready to let it go. And, and look, being able to just come in and speak to individuals, being able to come in and be that light, being able to come in and give a fresh perspective that can lead to transformation is everything. You want to find yourself in spaces and companies like this, and, be, and they are out there. Trust me, they are out there. But you want to start researching and looking around to, to, to find a place that has a healthier um lifestyle environment right find a job that's not going to want you to be a slave have, look come on because seriously because when we talk it's all about the almighty dollar right all about the benjamins baby it's friday flashback friday that should have been the song to intro this whole thing all about the benjamins right but listen seriously when we talk about a lot of these workplaces money runs it all and so a lot of times look when we talk about family when we talk about the you know work and life balance not all companies are, 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 are caring about that. So you want to find yourself in a space to be in an environment that's like that, to find an environment that is conducive to that so that you can still have a life, one, and two, not run yourself into an early grave because you've worked yourself into a rut and you're stressed out and you're depressed or you look, your, your, your physical health is diminishing because of all of this excess time you've been putting in, right? You want to look, be in a space, we talked about teamwork earlier, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to be in a space where you've got some good, positive, open communication. Like I said, things won't be perfect, but I feel like when we can communicate, if you can find yourself in a place that is productive in its communication, look, the team talks, people work together, right? These are things that you are allowed to ask and discover and research during your job interviews, right? Many times I noticed this, look, um, when I used to work in the corporate sector, I've seen so many people who, after the job interview was over, it's like, oh, do you have any questions? And we're like, no, but this was a great interview. Like, man, you better get, look, get off that high horse and start asking some questions. What is the, okay, this was cute. Y'all set out the, y'all set out the, the red carpet for me to come in and see this. But what does the day-to-day -day look like on this, right? Let's put these donuts inside. This little tea and coffee was great. But what does the day-to-day -day productivity look like? What does the teamwork and the communication look like? What does it look like as it pertains to um, micromanaging? Like, ask these questions. You are allowed that right. Listen, I could have, I was going to give you an example but I'm going to save that for another podcast. But go ahead and ask questions, right? Management and employee accountability is another important one. You've got to make sure that everybody look and not just the people in your team or in your sector. But when we start talking about the people that you would have to answer to, right? These are the questions you want to ask. What is it like on the management side? What is it like on the accountability side? Are we working together as one or are we kind of like little fishes in a big pond who are overseed by a shark? You deserve to ask these questions. The work-life balance, we just, we talked about that, right? And guys, look, seriously, you've got to be able to take needed mental health days. That's my final point for you all. You've got to be able to take those needed mental health days, right? You've got to be able to take a break. Some days you won't be sick physically, but some days you are just like you 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 wake up and you are on overload, right? And one of the things that I need you all to understand is that the reason why this is important is because you are of no good to anyone when you aren't your best self. I think so long, for so long, we have um, lived in a culture that has encouraged burning yourself out in work, grinding, doing all of these different things to work, 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 
Yeah, I'm sorry, I had to. I couldn't help it. But we've done all of these things, right? To to prove ourselves. We've done so much. And in the process of doing this, we have become okay with this culture of burnout. We have become okay with this culture of working under high stress level environments. And now that stress level has leaked over into your heart. Your blood pressure is through the roof. You ain't went to go get a, a checkup in eons, right? This is why it's important for you to take these days, what we, what companies are now starting to acknowledge as mental health days. This is why it's important because for so long we have been groomed into a culture of ignoring our mental health. If I can be completely honest with you. And one of the things that we've got to get back to now is reinvesting into our mental and emotional health, our physical health. And everything that will cause us to be our best self, that way, when we do go into work, when we do have big projects ahead of us, when we do have an an ultimate goal that has to be met, a need that needs us, right? And we are the solution. You will not be your best self working on E. You will not be your best self working on a burnout. And you will not be your best self with a mind that has years of stress, that has not been dissected, that has not been assessed, that has not been healed. So I encourage you all, listen, as it pertains to where you are right now in the workplace, right? Your mental health in the workplace and your self-worth. I don't care what job you're in. I care about your situation. I do. But what I will say is this, is that even if you find yourself in a crappy position right now, please understand that your self-worth is well beyond the job title that you work. It's well beyond the the wage and the salary that you have. Your self-worth, when it comes to being able to provide something for people, it's beyond that. You have so much to offer this world that one job, one company, or multitude of companies cannot put a value on. And I'm preaching to myself, even as I go out and speak at different schools and different companies. And listen, we have so much inside of us that cannot be contained. And listen, we've been joking so much on social media about how this is the time to shoot your shot. Listen, shoot your shot. Steph Curry from 40 feet, you know what's going in. Shoot your shot. Allow 2018 to be the year that you legit shoot your shot when it comes to getting into a better work environment for the for the um for your sanity, for your mental and emotional health. Shoot your shot so that you can find yourself in a much better space. All right. Guys, I'm done for the day. I hope you all enjoyed. If you got any questions, man, look, you can hit me up on Instagram, Jr. Um, You can also email me, booking at richardtaylorjr.com. Um, and, and of course, look, you can leave questions here on the Anchor app um, through voice and through text. Guys, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream. What is between the dream? Between the Dream is not just the title of a few of my books, which you can get from my website, richardtaylorjr.com. But it's also a way of life. Between the dream is the point between your present moment and your promise, which I like to call the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. I love you all. Till next time.